Life Audio. Hello, and welcome to the Daily Bible Podcast with Trisha and Michelle. We're just two friends reading through the Bible chronologically and encouraging you to do the same. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Daily Bible Podcast, or go to our website, dailybiblepodcast.net. We are going through the one-year chronological Bible, and we have links for that in our show notes and also at our website. Also, if you're on Facebook, make sure you check out our community group. We would love to have you there. Mm -hmm. It's just going deeper in the conversations, sharing more of what each person is getting out of it. And so just look for groups over on Facebook and look for Daily Bible Podcasts. And also on your favorite podcast app, whatever that might be, just hit the share button and share it with somebody. Um, I'm just thinking this is towards the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And maybe there's a friend of yours that would like to start in January listening to us. And, um, and so just hit share and say, Hey, they're starting over. And, and so just join, join along with. Okay. So today we are reading Romans 8, 18 through 39. So that's the rest of Romans 8. Um, then we move into Romans 9 and Romans 10 verses 1 through 21. All right. Romans has been so rich. Um, I it just has. love, there's so many things in it. So it's hard, it's kind of hard too, because you have to kind of skim over a lot, but we start with, in- you know what I think of it as? What? Like a piece of rich chocolate mousse. Mm. Like it's almost too good. You know, it's yeah. like you dive into it and you're like, it's almost too good. And yet you always look back at that rich chocolate mousse, even though you couldn't, you could almost not finish it mm-hmm. at dessert. And then you always look back at it and you're like, that was the best. Yeah. That true. It's so true. So we're going to dive into the richness here. Um, So we start with Paul writes about the hope and assurance that believers in Christ can have in the midst of suffering and challenges. And he begins by acknowledging that the sufferings of this present time cannot compare to the glory that will be revealed in us when God's plan is fulfilled. So, and of course he has a lot to say because he has suffered a lot. But Paul emphasizes that creation itself eagerly awaits the revealing of God's children, and believers have the Holy Spirit as a helper in their weaknesses, interceding for them according to God's will. And I just love that so much. When we don't know how to pray, the Holy Spirit will pray for us. Paul reminds us that nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, not even tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, or the sword. Um, We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And then Paul expresses deep sorrow and anguish for his fellow Jews who have not accepted Jesus as the Messiah. He acknowledges the privileges and blessings the Jewish people have received, including adoption as God's children, the covenants, the law, the temple service, like everything we've been reading, the promises. However, Paul explains that not all physical descendants of Abraham are considered God's children as it is the children of the promise who are counted as descendants. So this is talking mm-hmm. about all of us. So he uses the example of Isaac and Ishmael to illustrate this principle. And then Paul then discusses God's sovereignty in choosing Jacob over Esau, not based on their works, but on God's purpose and election. Mm-hmm. And he quotes 
the prophet Malachi to emphasize God's prerogative in showing mercy and compassion to whom he chooses. And sometimes this is hard when God is like, when talking about God choosing, um, it's one of those things I feel, Michelle, like we don't fully understand the ways of God, mm-hmm. but God does choose and he has chosen us as his children. The chapter concludes by highlighting that salvation is not determined by human will or effort, but by God's mercy and calling. And this calling extends not only to the Jews, but also to the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. And the point is now that the line of promise is carried on by Jesus. So for a long time, those inside God's chosen family and those outside of it have rejected God's will. So we could, we, we are choosing, like we are choosing whether we want to believe in the promise of Jesus. And some Jews chose to believe in Jesus. Some Jews chose not. Um, but we, when we believe in Jesus, are now all part of God's chosen family. Well, and it just goes back to it's the heart. It's mm-hmm. always been about the heart. It's, I mean, even as we were reading through all of the exiles and the prophets who were, you know, sharing what was going to happen and everything like that, it was, we saw so clearly how God was like, I just want your heart. I just want you to be with me and not fighting against me, not trying to prove yourself worthy. Like you are worthy because of me. Mm -hmm. And so it's about, he wants us. You know, he wants our hearts. And so Paul is, is, is picking up on that. And he's like, Hey, stop with this unbelief. Be made right with God by placing your faith in him and by trusting in him. And Paul longs for the people of Israel to be saved, mm-hmm. but they are clinging to the traditions and customs. Like how, how many times and how many different people need to be sharing this with God's people? Like you're clinging to these traditions and you're not understanding that. And they're just not understanding God's way of making people right with himself. Again, it's so mind-blowing that all of a sudden Christ comes and he accomplishes the purpose for which the law was given. And everybody's like, what? This doesn't make sense. But it didn't make sense even before Christ. And um, Charles Spurgeon said, Christ did not come to make the law milder or to render it possible for our cracked and battered obedience to be accepted as a sort of compromise. The law is not compelled to lower its terms as though it had originally asked too much. It is holy Mm. and just and good and ought not to be altered in one jot or tittle, nor can it be. Our Lord gives the law all it requires, not a part. For that would be an admission that it might justly have been content with less at first. I'm still trying to think on that. It's kind of like Romans. That's a rich piece of, mm-hmm. of theology right there because I have always struggled with Christ came and he fulfilled the law, but just how do you wrap your head around all of that because you were to follow the law first and then Christ came and he broke the law. I mean, that's, that's kind of how in my mind it works. And, and I just appreciate what Charles Spurgeon had to say. It's like Christ didn't come to make the law milder or to even render it possible, like, or even to say, now we can compromise. It's not about that. Mm -hmm. So 
But moving on, Paul goes on to say that salvation is for everyone. Everyone who declares that Jesus is Lord and believes in their heart that God raised him from the dead. And of course, that verse is is the last verse on the Romans road. And so anyone who went through Sunday school or vacation Bible school or maybe Awana, you're probably familiar with the Romans road. And um and so we might just talk about the Romans Road a little bit later, but I love how we we finished off today um, with the passage in Isaiah 65. I was found by people who are not looking for me. I showed myself to those who are not asking for me. That's what God is saying. I was found by people who are not looking for me. I showed myself to those who were not asking for me. How how many how many salvation stories mm-hmm. have you heard where it God just plucked somebody out and they had no idea what they were yeah. missing? And then all of a sudden they're like, I didn't know that this is what I was missing. And this is the best life ever. So good. It reminds me of Abraham. Like Abraham was, they were just living their lives. And Abraham's father first was called to head towards Canaan. And they started moving that direction. Then they kind of settled. Then God chose Abraham to be the father of this new nation. God, like Abraham did nothing to be chosen. God chose him. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, that was long before the law. We, We talked about that. That was long before the law, 400 years. 430 years, something like that, before the law was even given, God chose Abraham, and Abraham had faith, and Abraham set out, and Abraham believed, um, had some mistakes along the way. But God, all of a sudden, I don't even know, he's like looking over the earth and like, okay, I want you. And the fact that you're listening means that God's saying, hey, I want you. <laughs> I want mm-hmm. you. This is something I want you to hear. Yeah. It's something good. Okay. Well, something good is the word of the day. And we'll have the word of the day right after this word from our sponsor. Stay tuned. Okay. So the word of the day is saved. It's to save or rescue from harm or danger is the is the definition. But being saved, spiritually speaking, means your sins are no longer count against you toward mm. an eternal death sentence. Instead, they are forgiven by the grace of God, and you are given the free gift of eternal life. Being saved does not spare you from earthly troubles. We know that, but it does spare you from eternal judgment. And okay, so just before the break, I was talking about the Romans road. And I know that there are probably some of you who have not heard of the Romans road before. And I grew up with learning about the Romans road and, and memorizing the verses in Romans that that are um, sort of systematically laid out so that you can you can share the gospel with anyone. Um, and it's, it's just kind of cool to like take this journey down the Romans road. So I'm going to, I'm going to, so, so for some of you, this is a recap. This is a memory lane. And for others of you, this might be like, Oh, that's so cool. Okay. So the first stop on Romans road is Romans three twenty three. for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so 
like when you're talking with anybody and you're trying to, you know, they're asking about salvation, what does that mean? It you lay out the fact that, hey, we've all sinned. We've all sinned. We've all fallen short of God and we need a solution. And then you move on to Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So you've laid out the fact that everyone sins and there we need a solution. Well, God had a solution. He sent his son. And so in that, we see the unconditional love of God and how we are helpless, we are hopeless, but he gives us hope. Then the next stop is Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And so here we see that that sin mm-hmm. from the very beginning, that sin was something that God could not take. Like that was, he hates sin. And here he's saying, okay, I, my son is going to die on the cross for that sin. And then, um, then we move on to Romans 8, 1. Therefore, there is now no mm-hmm. condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And this is such good news because if you're in Christ, it means that you've put your faith in him. You've believed in him. You've believed he died for you and he rose again from the dead on the third day. And anyone in Christ, Christ is not going to be condemned for their sin and will not go to hell. And then we finish up with Romans 10, 9. And here's where the rubber meets the road. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Like that is such good news. Like through faith in Jesus Christ, we're going to be saved because we declare with our mouth, we understand, we put our faith and our trust in him. Like, and it is just so cool because God's power, God has the power to change us in, like he has the power to change us. He has the power to save us. And we don't have to live a life of brokenness and bondage. We don't have to be hopeless and helpless. Like Christ came to set us free. He came to save us. He came to give us hope. And, you know, Jesus is the answer, my friend. He is always, always the answer. And I'm so thankful that we have heard this and that we believe. And I'm so thankful that that I'm saved. And I was like, okay, I believe. I believe that Jesus is the answer. I believe that when I declare, all I have to say is Jesus is Lord and believe in my mm. heart that God raised him from the dead, that I will be saved. And, you know, but it also hurts my heart that so many of these Israelites, the chosen people have not, have, did not mm-hmm. recognize who Jesus was. They rejected Jesus and they were basing their covenant relationship on their performance for God according to the Torah, um, according to the law. And they didn't recognize what God had done through Jesus or recognize that the new covenant was based on faith. Just, just saying mm-hmm. that Jesus Christ is Lord. And there are, um, many Jewish people, including Paul, who did recognize Jesus as the Messiah. And Paul says that one day, you know, Jesus will be recognized by his people. But I'm getting ahead of myself. We're going to be talking about that tomorrow. But <laughs> don't get ahead of yourself. No, I know. I know. It's so exciting. But it's, it is, it's like it, all you have to say is Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart and have faith. And I remember that moment where 
17 years old and pregnant. I said this before. And the light and the hope that flooded my heart mm. in that moment where I just said, I believe and I have faith. And he's taken me on this amazing journey of growth and sanctification, all those things. But all it takes is that whispered prayer um, that I believe. And, and you are completely a new creation in Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to go, I just want to remind us of, if you didn't get some of those, did not get those verses on the Romans road. So Romans 3.23, Romans 5.8, Romans 6.23, Romans 8.1, and Romans 10.9. And again, Romans is such a rich, rich book on oh, about just our salvation mm-hmm. and where we stand um, with our heavenly father. And it is, we're going to continue on, of course, and get in more some of these good, good truths tomorrow. But um, Trisha, will you, will you pray for us today? Mm-hmm. Dear heavenly father, I just thank you so much that you have had this plan for our salvation, that we can be saved just by the word of our mouth, just by our testimony, just by our belief just by our faith. Um, and you knew even when you gave the Israelites the laws that that would not save them, that would just show them how much they needed you, Lord. And I pray for any listener now who is, is feeling like, I need to clean up before I come to Jesus. I need to do something differently. I need to obey better, Lord. I just pray that you will just give them an understanding, Lord, that all they have to do is confess with their mouth and say, Jesus is Lord. And then your spirit in them will make the changes that they don't have to try to clean up. They don't have to try to do anything differently, that they can just turn to you. I thank you that Romans is so rich mm-hmm. in sharing the good news of salvation. I thank you mm-hmm. that you um, have an eternity plan for those who believe, Lord. And I pray that more will um, understand what it means to be saved and will turn to you. Mm-hmm. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we're sending you off with some daily encouragement to get into the Word and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Again, if you don't have the one-year chronological Bible that we are using, we have links to that Bible in our show notes. You can even find it in the Kindle format. Also in the show notes is a monthly and yearly schedule of the Bible reading plan that we are following. So tomorrow we continue our, our trek through Romans. We'll read Romans 11. Romans 12, Romans 13, and Romans 14. And you know, you're listening to Daily Bible Podcast because of our partnership with Life Audio. Check out lifeaudio.com and see all the other great Christian podcasts that are waiting for you. They have new ones added each month. And we will see you here tomorrow. Bye-bye.